You are listening to DG Talks, a podcast brought to you by Delta Gamma. Each month, the Delta Gamma host will speak on a different topic, covering a wide range of interests for our sisters. We look forward to engaging with you on social media about other topics you would like to hear, and we hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, and thank you for joining me. I hope you're all doing well and staying safe while we navigate what's occurring in the world around us due to COVID-19. I'm creating this podcast at a time when there is uncertainty and difficulty in the world, but I'm hopeful that what you're about to listen to will provide you with some information, support, and encouragement as you move forward. As always, this podcast is focused on the alumni of Delta Gamma, but this edition is especially focused on our sisters who just graduated and are joining us now as alumni. The transition from college to the real world can be an exciting time, and the class of 2020 is experiencing their transition from college in a way that the rest of us didn't experience and may not be able to relate to, but we can certainly all work to support them as they move forward in their journey. My name is Erin Guzik, and I'm recording this podcast from beautiful Missoula, Montana. I have a combination of professional experiences that I believe led me to be asked to create this podcast for you. I'm a licensed clinical professional counselor and own a counseling practice. I work with adults, mostly college students and new graduates and professionals. When I was in my third year of graduate school studying clinical psychology, I was selected to complete an internship at a college counseling center. I had never even considered working with college students before but that experience changed my life. I realized that I was not only passionate about providing counseling for college students, I was also passionate about higher education and the ways in which institutions support students to be successful, even after they graduate. Since that time, I've continued my counseling practice, but have also held positions at colleges and universities, working to support students in completing their education. I'm also currently in the process of finishing my doctoral work in educational leadership in higher education at the University of Montana. So when I was asked to develop a podcast that could pertain to new graduates in this unique time of transition that is being affected by a pandemic, I felt it made sense because I'm bringing to it the perspective of a counselor, a higher education professional, and even a student. I should also mention that I was very fortunate this past year to be initiated into Pi Montana as an alumni initiate. In the short time that I've been part of Delta Gamma, I've learned that this truly is a club of mutual helpfulness filled with kind, supportive, and motivated women. As you'll hear later in this podcast, one of the topics I'll focus on is how we can utilize our history and the strengths of Delta Gamma to support our sisters who are part of the class of 2020. As I was considering what to include in this podcast, the topic I kept coming back to was loss. Over the past few weeks, as I've continued to provide counseling through telehealth services, the college students and college graduates I've been working with have almost universally been experiencing grief related to loss. We've all experienced loss during this pandemic, whether it's the loss of someone we love due to illness or the loss of a daily routine 
or the loss of a future we believed was certain. For those of you who just graduated, you may be grieving the loss of not having a graduation ceremony, grieving the loss of seeing friends every day or a favorite professor that you didn't get to say goodbye to, grieving the loss of Delta Gamma ceremonies and traditions for seniors like taking pictures in your graduation stoles with your sisters in front of the house and on campus. This isn't how your last semester of college was supposed to end. These losses and the grief that can be experienced is sometimes hard for people to label or identify, but what I'd like to do is provide some information about the stages of grief that may guide you to understand what you have experienced or are currently experiencing related to loss. I'll then provide some suggestions for addressing grief and also provide suggestions for how we as Delta Gammas can work to support each other particularly our new alumni. Before I jump in, I want to take a moment to mention a podcast that was created by Sue Stanick in November of 2019 for DG Talks. Sue provided information and stories about grief and hope in her podcast that I think could nicely complement the information I'm about to share. After I listened to her podcast, I planted sunflowers in my garden And if you listen to her podcast, you'll understand why. So the losses that I mentioned we are all experiencing and the losses that college graduates in particular are experiencing can be understood and described through the stages of grief. The stages of grief model was developed by a Swiss psychiatrist named Elizabeth Kubler-Ross. While Kubler-Ross developed this model to help understand the grief response related to death, this model is now used to help explain the response to many different types of losses. Let's go through the five stages of grief. They are denial, anger, bargaining, sadness, and acceptance. Please understand that even though the stages of grief are usually listed in this order, it doesn't mean that you'll experience them in this order or even experience all of them. You may even return to one of these stages after experiencing it. Because this pandemic has presented us with continued unknowns and the possibility of continued losses, it makes sense that we would return to feeling one or more of these stages. What's important and helpful is to be able to label what it is you're feeling if you experience one of these and find ways to move forward. Let me provide some examples of each of the stages that I think our new alumni in particular can relate to. Denial. You possibly felt denial early on that coronavirus would affect your college, or you felt denial that remote learning would continue for the entire semester even as the country was closing and your faculty were working from home. Anger. You may have felt anger that your college was forcing you to make such big decisions about the rest of your semester so quickly as they were closing the campus. Or anger that you lost opportunities to say goodbye to the place and people you loved. Bargaining. You may have found yourself bargaining saying things to yourself like, okay, we'll all leave campus now. And if we do that, they'll have to let us return after spring break. 
Or another example is saying, okay, we'll all complete the semester remotely, and then our college will definitely let us return for our graduation ceremony. Sadness. You felt sadness as remote learning and social distancing continued past spring break and then continued through the end of the semester. You felt sadness when important dates came and went and you were at home, not on campus where you were supposed to be. And you felt sadness as you consider all the things you would have done differently if you had known that this was going to be the outcome. It's okay to feel upset that experiences were taken from you and that you've experienced these losses. And finally, acceptance. You realize that this is happening. This is your reality now, and you have to create a plan to move forward. Acceptance is difficult because there's still so much that is unknown about our futures related to COVID-19. It may be hard to accept that the internship or summer job you were supposed to start isn't going to happen in the way you planned. It may not happen at all. The important thing is that you try to keep moving forward. David Kessler is an expert on grief and he worked with Elizabeth Kubler-Ross. He added a sixth stage of grief since the original model was developed. After Kessler experienced the deaths of two family members, he realized that as he moved through the five stages of grief, he found himself in a sixth stage, which he labeled as meaning. He wanted to find meaning in the losses he experienced. I'm mentioning this now because I think this stage could be one of the most impactful stages for all of us as we continue through this pandemic and even when it's over. Kessler described that after the loss of his son, he found meaning in his death because he was able from that loss to create the sixth stage of grief and write a book about it. About two months ago, I was watching an interview with David Kessler and he was speaking about grief related to COVID-19. He discussed in the interview that the type of grief he believes we as a world are experiencing is called anticipatory grief. This type of grief was originally used to describe the process we experience when someone we love is ill, but we don't know when they will pass. Currently, we all find ourselves in the position where we know there could be more loss. Again, not necessarily death, but the loss of something that holds meaning to us. We just don't know what that loss is or when it will happen. With anticipatory grief, there's often anxiety around the waiting and the unknown. It's a normal part of this grieving process. So again, this is just another way for you to label what it is you're feeling, whether it's the different stages of grief or it's the anxiety you experience related to anticipatory grief. I'm going to move on now to provide five suggestions to help you during this time when you're experiencing loss and maybe recognizing your journey through the stages of grief. Again, some of the examples provided are for our new alumni, but each suggestion can certainly pertain to all of us. 
My first suggestion is to bring yourself into the present. Anticipatory grief, which has that component of anxiety, is the mind going to the future and sometimes imagining the worst. To calm yourself, you want to bring yourself into the present. This will be familiar advice to anyone who has meditated or practiced mindfulness. Let me take a moment to mention that listening to the most recent DG Talks podcast called Loving Kindness Meditation can be a wonderful way to bring yourself into the present. My second suggestion is to identify your own best coping mechanisms. This may be meditating every day or journaling, going for a walk or video chatting with friends, utilizing healthy coping mechanisms and making them part of your routine can allow you to continue moving forward. My third suggestion is to practice compassion. Each of us will experience the loss and emotions related to this pandemic in different ways. Your friend may snap at you over a silly issue, but you need to realize that's not like this person. That's how they're dealing with this. You may be seeing how they're experiencing the stages of grief or experiencing anxiety associated with anticipatory grief. I would also suggest self-compassion and realizing that you may act in ways that are unlike you. Be patient with yourself and with others. My fourth suggestion is to focus on what is within your control. Think about how to let go of what you can't control and focus on those things that you can control. For example, you can't control that your internship for the summer was canceled. What you can control is taking the steps to reach out to the career center at your university or utilizing one of many resources that Delta Gamma has established to be able to explore other opportunities and make helpful connections. Other things you can control are you can decide how much time you spend on social media. You can decide what news source you use. You can decide what you eat. You can decide whether you utilize one of your coping mechanisms each day. Remember, let go of what you can't control and focus on those things you can control. My final suggestion I'm going to provide as a way to move forward is maintaining social connection. Let me tell you a quick story related to social connection. Long ago, There was a group of college students who found themselves isolated around the holidays at their college because they weren't able to go home. They didn't have contact with their families or the outside world in the way we do now. No televisions, no computers, no Snapchat, no Zoom. They likely experienced some feelings of loss because they were having to be away from their families and this was around the holidays. But you know what they chose to do in that moment? These college students, three women, came together and developed a plan for the future. Not a plan that would just benefit them, but benefit generations of women. Does this sound familiar to anyone? This is the story of Anna, Mary, and Eva, who in 1873 created a club of mutual helpfulness, which became Delta Gamma. 
when they were socially isolated, they created our future. Now, I know being stuck at college over the holidays isn't the same as what we're experiencing during the pandemic, but our history, the history of Delta Gamma, is based on finding ourselves in a time of uncertainty and moving forward with plans that support each other in a way that makes us all stronger. I imagine the three women isolated together over the holidays, each possibly moving through the stages of grief that I mentioned. But at some point, they accepted their circumstances and found meaning in that time by working together and creating Delta Gamma. As we consider the circumstances of our new alumni, the class of 2020, let's work together to support them and provide social connection in ways that will help them move forward. Social connection is not a new concept for Delta Gamma, but perhaps the way in which we're having to do it now through the use of technology requires flexibility and creativity. One example of this is that in just a couple of days, I'll be participating in a virtual senior recommitment ceremony to honor and celebrate Pi Montana's new alumni. Another example of connection through technology is our national convention, which will be held virtually in June. I'd like to call on the alumni listening to consider how you can provide support or resources to our sisters who have just graduated and who are transitioning into this exciting new time that may involve uncertainty for some. Likewise, new graduates, please know that there are resources and support available for you. Delta Gamma has already developed wonderful guides and resources that provide suggestions and tips for connecting virtually. Links to these resources are provided in this episode summary, and you can also find them on the Delta Gamma website located in the DG library. For alumni, you can find helpful resources for engaging our new graduates, as well as a resource I highly recommend titled Virtual Sisterhood and Connection Ideas for Delta Gammas. For our new alumni, you can visit the website to find information about your local chapter and there's a wonderful resource called Connected for Good. If you haven't checked it out yet, I would highly recommend visiting the Connected for Good page. The programming and possibility for connection is great. Again, links for these resources are provided in this episode summary. As Delta Gammas, we have a built-in social connection. I hope you all have friends, family, neighbors or coworkers to connect with, but we're fortunate to also be able to draw upon the connection of strength and hope that is Delta Gamma. Thank you all for listening. I wish you all the best moving forward. And to the class of 2020, congratulations and welcome to becoming an alumni of Delta Gamma. Thank you for listening to this episode of DG Talks. Be sure to connect with us on Facebook at Delta Gamma. 